Jeff Dollar is over here bursting at the seams because yesterday he recorded an interview with Ellie, the answers to the questions that we did a couple days ago. He got the answers and he has been doing everything he can to not physically um, word vomit how it went because he's so excited about it. So I haven't heard it. She was just in a super cute mood and gave great answers. Okay, so he's so excited about that. So we're doing that today on the show. And I, Jeff Dollar, I'm going to tell you that I have created a new rule that I would like to put into law for the male species. And I'm going to teach it to you first. And then everyone else listening can go teach the men in their lives. This is your first episode of The Upside. Welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, November 8th. We are recording this at 1022 Studios at Industrious. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for reliable transportation. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for access to healthcare. I think I talked about the $5 a month service thing that I'm paying for now to give me prompts and ideas and stuff to post on yeah. LinkedIn. Okay. The one that came up yesterday was really interesting, and I had a great time writing my answer. Okay. And I want to ask you the same question. Okay. What is your favorite part? Or nope, that's not favorite. What is the happiest part of your job? Um, do you want to share what you did first, or you want me to answer first? Either one. Do you, need, um, do you need a second? I know what mine is because I wrote about it yesterday on LinkedIn. But do you need you a You can minute? talk about yours. Mine was the – because w- when we sit down to develop a podcast with somebody, uh, everybody says, I'm sure this idea has already been done. That's That's kind of the opening line of people who have a podcast idea. I'm sure this already exists. And here's what I say back to them. I say, Google – children's books about penguins, and there's a gazillion of them, right? Mm -hmm. And they're all for sale. And there's probably somebody writing a children's book about a penguin right now. Every one of them is a little bit different. So there's nothing wrong with you creating a new podcast as long as it's a little bit different, and it's always going to be a little bit different because you're the only one who can do a podcast in your voice from your perspective, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The key is... Coming up with the way to market that podcast and tell people about it so they realize that it's the same but different, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if you're talking about children's books about penguins, here's this one's about a penguin family. This one's about a loner penguin. This one's about a penguin at Christmas. This one's every single one is a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know? And so I have kind of a process that I help take people through to help them find that special, that uniqueness. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes me the happiest is once we realize it and once we find that, that perspective, that unique angle, and they realize that their podcast is definitely going to be similar to other ones out there, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be uniquely theirs there's kind of this expression that comes over everybody's face, and it's kind of a half smile, a half confidence, a half something. It's That's like, oh, my gosh, we got there. Yeah, because you've just gone from, I think I have a podcast idea, to, oh, my gosh, I've got a really good podcast that's yeah. going to be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And that moment in time, I think, makes me the happiest. Yeah. And I love all the other parts. I love release week. 
you know, when people get to watch their podcast climb the charts. I love it when we get to when we secure good ad deals Mm -hmm. for our podcasters and we're able to pay them well for Mm -hmm. their creative work. I love that. But I don't think anything makes me happier than that moment right there. Mine is similar. And mine is after they record their first podcast or two and the confidence that comes with Right. Yeah. Launching their show because I can tell you confidently, like the carpool who has an insane like social media following, Moshe Wanunu from Mo News, um, Whitney Goodman, even the HR besties, like these are all really successful people that we work with. And every single really successful communicators. They all yes. they all communicate for a living. Yes. And they, there is no exception to the fact, every single one of them said to us, I don't know if this is going to go well. I don't know if I can pull it off. I don't think people care. I don't know if people want to hear me speak. And they're all, even though they're very, very successful, um, like Moshe's an Emmy nominee. Like that's ridiculous, right? They're insecure about what they bring to the table when it comes to podcasting. And I think that now our podcasters are at a point, I think Whitney's probably getting there, HR Besties is probably getting there, but Motion Carpool for sure, are so confident in their own shows. And that is the happiest part for me is remembering how kind of like insecure and unsure they were to now saying, yeah, I have an amazing podcast and it's a charting podcast and we know exactly what we're doing and and all of that. So that's really the coolest part for me. It makes me happy. It's so easy to complain about stuff. We talk about this all the time, how it's the brain's default is to negative. It's mm-hmm. easy. It takes less energy to be negative. It takes less energy to be, uh, to look for, to, to critique or to look for the bad things than it does sometimes to seek out the good things. So my challenge to you, cause I really enjoyed this, this writing prompt, my challenge to you at work today, if it's a job that you don't love, especially Find one part of it that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. It truly could be going home at the end of the day. Yeah. That could be what makes you happy. But just try to focus on that for a second because I think that does make a difference. If, if going home is your favorite part, that means that you have a home that you love home, going home to. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Gratitude. Upside. Look at it all coming together. All right. Uh, I'm so excited. I feel like we should have music to say da-da-da-da. It's time, Jeff. He has been physically restraining himself from telling me what Ellie said. He even played me five seconds of something that he didn't even, I don't even think you're using in this segment anymore. Yeah, I'm totally using it. Oh, okay. It's how it ends. And because he was so excited. I Ellie was just the other day, it was Monday night, and she was just in a super chatty, super fun mood. Because a lot of times if we ask her if she wants to podcast, she's like, nope. Or she doesn't want to talk into the microphone. Or, or she's or she says yes, and then she just says peanut butter and jelly and thinks it's so funny. Yeah. Um, but I think this is relatable to anybody who has ever raised a toddler. You're gonna get the cutest little picture, you know, the cutest little smiles and the cutest little expressions until you take your camera out and say, Okay, smile. And yeah. then they say, No, you know? Mm-hmm. Same thing. So Ellie was just in a great mood and uh, Callie, you were working really late on Monday night, so we had the house to ourselves. And I said, Ellie, can I ask you a few questions? And she said, yes. So this is, with the exception of some mic noise in the middle because she wanted to hold the mic herself, this is virtually unedited. Okay. 
It's about three minutes long. So rather than stop it and go question by question, I'm just going to review the questions now and then the answers that we said. Okay. And then as we listen back, we, we'll be able to hear which ones okay. we got right and wrong. Um, and if you weren't listening to Friday's episode of The Upside, these are, I don't know, icebreaker questions or something that adults are supposed to ask each other. Okay. And I thought it would be funny to hear what Ellie's answers were. So the five questions were, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Um, we discussed two possible answers. We discussed KK and Poppy, mm-hmm. um, who's Callie's parents. Then we discussed her people from school, and we went through her school friends and realized in that discussion that she never just identifies one school friend. She always identifies a her gr- whole squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we went back to KK and Poppy. We settled on KK and Poppy. Yeah. Uh, the second question was, what would constitute a perfect day for you? Uh, we said it would either be the playground, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse, watching mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, or eating pizza. Okay. Question three, for what in your life do you feel most grateful? Callie said... There's no question in my mind she will answer peaches Mm -hmm. because we ask her that a lot. She always says peaches. Question three, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Uh, We said playing with Lily and Sadie. Mm -hmm. And question five, uh, did I just say it was question four? That was question four, the greatest accomplishment. And the final question, what is your most treasured memory? And the answer is Bobby. That's the answer that we settled on. I will tell you that her answer to the fifth question Spoiler alert, was not Bobby. Ooh. And it made me tear up. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask you some questions, okay? Yeah. And you got to answer in here. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. Question number hey. one. Question number one. Yeah. What's your name? Ellie Dollar. All right, Ellie Dollar. Are you excited to be a big sister? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Given the choice of yeah. anybody you know. Elliot. Jack. Henry. Charlotte, Miss Omea. Those are all the people that you know? Yeah. Okay. Who would you want to have dinner with out of anybody in the world? The whole... Jack and Charlotte and Elliot. Your friends at school? Yeah. Okay. And River. And River? Yeah. Okay. All right. Question number two. And Nikki. And Nikki? Yeah. Okay. Question number two. Yeah. What is Ellie Dollar's perfect day? Um, the tea with pizza and tab together in your mouth. So having tea and pizza together in your mouth? Yeah. That's your perfect day? Yeah. Okay. Question number three. What are you most grateful for? Peaches. Peaches? Yeah. Why peaches? Because I like top peaches. You like fresh peaches? I can hold it. Oh, you're going to hold the microphone? Okay, sorry. Um, what else? What else? Okay, question four. What is the greatest accomplishment in your entire life? In th- What's your greatest accomplishment? Um, apples. Apples? Yeah. What about them? I like them. You like them? Yeah. Okay, do you know what accomplishment means? Yeah. Acom- Here, let me hold this. Accomplishment. Yeah, I can hold it. Okay, you just got to hold it real steady. Okay. Okay. Accomplishment means something that you've done. Like, you know the unicorn that you painted pink? Yeah. That's an accomplishment. Or you know how you learned to go potty on the toilet? That's an accomplishment. 
or how you learned all the letters, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, that's an accomplishment. What accomplishment are you most proud of? No, I can hold it. Oh, okay. Um, apples. Apples? Yeah. Eating apples? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. And my last question for you. Yeah. What is your favorite memory? Mickey Mouse giving him a kiss. What? What is your best memory? Mickey Mouse giving me a kiss on the hand. That's your favorite memory? Yeah. Oh, Ellie, that's so sweet. I'm going to cry. Happy tears, though, because I'm happy. But you got to cry. I love you. I love you, Ellie Dollar. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I tuned How sweet is our kid? So sweet. Um, yeah, first of all, uh, when you're three toots and like poop, it's so funny. It's yeah. so funny. Actually, I feel like that never goes away because Robin Mead thinks that it's hilarious. Um, and you do too, so. Well, into your into your fifties, you think that's funny? Um, did Not it make into your my fifties? Robin is. Oh, okay. Um, did you? She's in her fifties. Robin? Oh, she... yeah, she's like fifty-four. Ugh. She might be fifty-five next birthday. I know she looks. Amazing. People who are older than me, but look so much, but look twenty years younger. I know. Whatever. It's I, so rude. Let her know that I hate her. Um, but did it just make your whole life that she said that her favorite? Like memories from Disney. I'm just it. I it just f- blows me away the way little brains work and process information mm-hmm. because she was so tickled by that. It was the last thing that we did on the last day of our Disney trip, and when she was leaving, Mickey Mouse gave her a little princess kiss on her hand, and she talked about it for the rest of the night. Yeah, that Mickey kissed her on her, and she knew exactly where. Uh-huh. Right, and she talked about it. The whole thing, and it's come up once or twice since then, but obviously it keeps popping into her head, and that's just so. It just it was just so sweet, because I kind of came off the rails. You know, what's your greatest accomplishment? And she's apples. You know what I mean? What's your What are you grateful for? Peaches. It kind of that that's what I would expect from a three year old. Yeah, and then it got to whatever. And, and then, I was spot on with the peaches, by the way. What's that? Yeah, we actually did pretty good. Um, all the friends that she listed on question number one, mm-hmm. that's her squad from mm-hmm. school. She mentioned her teacher in there as well. Uh, question number two, she said tea and pizza. And I think she said that because— She got a tea set for her birthday. She got a tea set for, for her birthday, and she's playing with that all day. Mm-hmm. Um, question three was peaches. Question four, she kept saying apples, the accomplishment. I don't think she really got it. And question five, he said it was Mickey and Kisani, and it was so sweet. <laughs> so you're happy she said that. And then she said, I doubted. <laughs> and I, but what I added it out is probably a full 90 seconds of her making noises in the microphone and cracking herself up. So saying, funny. I doubted. That's very uh, <laughs> that's very on brand for a three-year-old. I have a new rule, Jeff Dollar. It is starting with you because I don't think this is something that you would ever think of as inappropriate. Two nights ago, I was at Target and I saw a woman who was probably my age. And it was dark because, you know, daylight savings time, it gets dark, it's dark at like at lunch. 5 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually saw a funny TikTok about that, by the way, where someone was like, you know, 5 p.m., 
daylight savings time or daylight saving time. And then it went from being so bright to they literally shut off the light. Yeah. <laughs> like one second. So that's why I was there. Um, I had to pick up Ellie needed something for school that I had to go get her. So I went and picked that up. And there's this woman walking to her car and there's a guy behind her that didn't have car keys out. He didn't look like he was walking with purpose to get to his car or anything. He was on his she, phone. She was walking from the store. Yes, to, to her, her car. car and-, and he was probably like 10, maybe 15 feet behind her. And then, so I watched her walk to her car just to make sure she was going to be okay. Because, like, would I get out and say anything? No. Would I hit him with my car? Um, Absolutely, I would. If he started chasing her, he'd run him down. Yeah, I totally would run him down. I would cause, like, the biggest scene ever. I would start honking my horn. I would be so obnoxious. Um, But then I realized, like, I don't know this guy. He might be a perfectly nice guy. He might also be a creep. I was getting creep vibes. And women— Well, he's he's walking 10 feet behind her, leaving Target on his phone. Probably her husband. No, they weren't together because mm. she got in the car and left herself. Uh, and then Still, he went back into the store. Oh, that is weird. Which I was like, mm, something. Women just have this intuition. And, and I felt it a couple times in my life where if something feels off, it probably is. Did you call me one time from a store just to let me know that there was a guy who kept popping up at the end of aisles that you were in randomly? Yeah, and he was like clearly on something and not okay. But it was to the point where I was like, I may have to ask someone from the store to like walk me to my car because this guy is like really giving me the creeps. But men, Jeff, I don't think this would ever cross your mind. You can't do, you need, my law is, my rule is, especially at night, you got to stay 50 feet behind women. I, it 100% would cross my mind. Oh, it would? I did it the night, that same night, it was dark or darker when when I left the office. It was getting, it was dusk. Mm Mm-hmm. And there was a woman in the parking garage walking toward our building, mm-hmm. and I was walking toward her toward my car, mm-hmm. and I intentionally clicked the alarm to unlock the car much farther away than I should to let her know that I have a purpose in the parking garage, and I walked kind of faster to get to my car and get in my car because— it's just— Is that something you would have thought about before you married me, or is that something yeah. that we've talked about— um, I think it's probably from somewhere it, the seed was planted. I mean, I've always worked, and every radio station I've worked at has had a predominantly female audience. Yeah. So stuff like this has come up in the past. Mm-hmm. But I am very aware of making anybody uncomfortable. It's a fault, Almost. Where I'm like, yeah. Oh, I don't no, wanna... I think it's a good thing because I think a lot of men, I think most men wouldn't, it wouldn't occur to them because you guys don't have the same fear. Like when you're walking to your car, even in the middle of the day, I would also, I have pro- my keys out and I'm totally aware. I would also probably, what I would have done in that situation is I would have crossed to the other side of the, you know, like if she's walking down the left side of the yeah. traffic lane, I would have crossed to the right side and I either would have slowed way down. Or I would have sped way up so I could pass her so she would— No, you're not a threat. She could watch me without having to turn around. Yeah, so if the guy in your life does not know this, I'm actually very impressed, Jeff, that you didn't. 50 feet. I I say at least 50 feet. I was saying at night, people on my Instagram were saying during the day too, just— back off a little bit because otherwise we're going to think our creep radar will go off or you might get hit 
by a car by, by, by well another woman, strange woman who is well intentioned on protecting another woman. I only want to talk to the people who have not signed up for the first completely free week of keepsake. Why not? Now here, I'm going to guess are some of the excuses. One, I don't have time. I'm telling you, I signed up for it. It took two minutes. That's not an exaggeration. It took two minutes. Two, well, my kid, I don't have a baby. I don't have a toddler. My kid's already grown, whatever. It doesn't matter. If you have a kid in your life who has done something cute, fun, memorable, adorable, remarkable, kind, whatever it is, and you thought to yourself, oh, my gosh, that's so cute. I got to remember that forever. And then find yourself struggling just hours or days later to remember what that really cute, funny, exciting, memorable thing. Yeah, you, you think you're going to remember, but you won't. You're not. You use Keepsake, and you keep it all online as a journal. Now, they're going to send you text message prompts every day that you can respond to. The one I got yesterday was about how we decided on Ellie's name. So uh, I respond to that, and that shows up in the online journal. But you can also just log into the app, log into the website, and record any bit of information that you like. And it's there forever. You can even have it printed into a book. So sign up at keepsake.com, Q-E-E-P-S-A-K-E.com slash upside. And if you convert your free membership into an annual subscription, you'll get 20% off using the code upside. But try it totally free at keepsake, Q-E-E-P-S-A-K-E.com slash upside. Calling all lazy girls. Well, maybe you're not lazy. Maybe you were too busy to find time in your day to do your makeup. Well, I feel that so hard because I never have time to do mine. So I keep it simple and I keep it simple simple with Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. They're made with clean skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. Now, you've heard me talk about the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. I started using that after I ditched my... um, my lashes, but I also want to tell you about the Brilliant Eye Brightener. And this is a product that I recently introduced to a friend. It's a highlighter stick made to brighten and open your eyes. And it is so easy. It makes you look like you did your makeup when you really didn't. You put one little dot in the corner of your eyes next to your nose and it makes you look more awake. It is such a great product. And for every product we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first order. You know we love our cozy earth, but so does Oprah Winfrey. As a matter of fact, uh, over the past five years, they've been picked by Oprah multiple times. So I would like to share with you some of the things that have made Oprah's best of list. The long sleeve bamboo pajama set. Ooh. So soft. Because that's, so that's what the sheets are, right? The sheets are the... Are bamboo. Yep. And it's just, it's bizarrely soft. And of course, the Cozy Earth OG, the bamboo sheets, those are on the list. The bamboo jogger pants. So comfy. I wore the top that goes to the jogger pants on Monday. So comfy. And it looks nice. Like the quality is really good. So it's my way of being kind of lazy without, you know, looking like a mess. The plush lounge sock. 
the waffle bath towel. These are all Oprah's favorite things. So what we're saying is everything that Cozy Earth offers is delicious. Go to callieandjeff.com slash cozy, and you'll get 40% off everything when you check out. Now, this is going to be their best deal because I'm looking at their website now. They've got some Black Friday sales already starting, and those discounts are up to 35% off. Not if you're a Callie and Jeff listener. You get 40% off. I like to brag because I think when Oprah com- can, like comes out with her gift guide, they're always like, Oprah's favorite, now 35% off. And I'm like, or it's 40% off if you listen to The Upside. So callieandjeff.com slash cozy. Is there a polite or proper way to navigate the following etiquette dilemma? You mentioned this yesterday, and it's been driving me crazy for 24 hours because I have such a strong opinion about this. There's no solution for it, right? Well, I'll tell you what I do. If you meet someone multiple times, and every time they say to you, it's nice to meet you, is there any way to acknowledge that you guys have met before? Because it would be considered rude to correct someone, right? Mm-hmm. So if if no, I don't. No, 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 no. I take that back. I was just saying yes. Like I don't know why I just said yes to that. No, I don't think it's rude. I. Found this I on the web. Was that me or you? That was Siri. Rude. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's Siri. Actually, responded to. I found this on the web. Is it appropriate to correct someone when they are completely wrong in a polite way? <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, and I actually appreciate this because I don't have the best name. Like, I'm not the best with names, and I think you're not either. Like, sometimes you recognize a face. But I appreciate – I ran into um, an Upside listener yesterday, and I met her once before, I believe. Um, and I didn't recognize her face immediately, and she reintroduced herself and said, hey, remember we met at – and I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, the consignment sale, and you were you left early because of this and this. So it was a nice reminder and a refresher. But I know the person-ish, like the person, because I've had this person in my life before, that you've met 15 times. Yes. You have mutual friends. Right. You know – this woman used to do this to me all the time, and it was someone that you had known for like 15 years who I I can't think – there is no reason that I have to think that she wouldn't know who I was. We met probably 10 times, and I corrected her the first two. Then I just started acting like I didn't know who she was. I'm like, okay, I'm not memorable. Neither are you. And I realized that's a little rude, but I would just be like, hey, I'm Callie. Do you think she's doing it intentionally, or do you think she was just dumb? You know, at like 15 times. It, just wasn't, like the, it, it in, couldn't have been that much. I'll tell you who it is after we get off the show. Um, and you can tell me what you think. Or we can just bleep it out right now. And I'll who say Who was it? it? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know her well enough. I think it's possible it could have just been a mistake. Mm, but the, the We wor- have like 30 mutual friends in common. And yeah, I just don't think. The workaround yeah. for that is you never say it's nice to meet you. You always say it's nice to see you. I know. And that was a mistake I made at Starbucks the other day. As I said, so nice to meet you. And she's like, well, we've actually already met. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But you should never – I can you – my original question is, do you just let it – are you being the bigger person by letting it slide? Or are you 
is degrading yourself, belittling yourself? I no, don't know. I Are think, you lowering yourself or by saying I think it's by lowering yourself it by letting it go. Okay. I think you need to say, do you have someone in mind? Did someone do this to you recently? Um, there's somebody that I have met recently and a couple of times, and each time I am introduced to them, they say it's nice to meet you. It's just kind of I've had, I've had I've had three different people. I was standing talking to three different people when this person walked up, and they said, oh, do you know? And before I could even say, yeah, we met before or whatever, they say, oh, hey, it's so great to meet you. And, okay. it, and I'm just like, mm. I've got one. Can I throw? Do I have time to throw one more your way? Yeah. One more scenario. So I recently wrote a email to our mayor, who we are big fans of around here. Like everyone, we love our city's mayor. He's awesome. And he gets things done. And we, we live in safety. And I said, hey, I just wanted to let you know that I opened a podcast studio. And my husband was on the radio in Atlanta for, you know, a a bunch of years and whatever, because I wanted to make the connection that maybe he he knew you. And he wrote me back and he said, I know Jeff. Like, I followed Jeff's career for, you know, a while, whatever. Next time we see him in public, are you going to introduce your, like, are you going to shake it, his hand and yeah. say, hey, Jeff Dollar, like, are you assuming that he knows you? Because he said he did it in email. Yeah, but it's totally different. I was on the radio. I was on the most successful radio show in Atlanta for 15 consecutive years. So you think everybody should know you? I don't think they should know me, but I assume that if somebody says they know me, that they do. Yeah. It's not, I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm not the, you know, the the manager of the pizza hut down the street that people go to four times a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I was in people's. You're Jeff Dollar. Yeah, I was in people's houses. So I think, so it's different. The question would be, if he said, I know you, Callie. Would you, if he said, I follow you on Instagram, would you assume that next time you met him? Assume what? That he knew you. Would you? Oh, no, I don't think he would know me at all, but no, I'm just if saying. if he said it. I don't get it. Reverse the situation. If, if, if Rusty came up to me and said. No, if he said, your question was, am I going to assume that he really does know who I am because he said that? Yeah, because I want to be friends with the mayor of our town. And I'm saying yes, because I think he wouldn't say. Like, there's reason for him to know who I am. Right. You're trying to make it like I'm trying to be a big shot. I'm just, it's just a fact. No, I was just saying you should use that because he says he knows who you are. If you if we flipped it mm -hmm. and, he, and he responded to you and he said, oh, yeah, I've seen your Instagram. Yeah. I know who you are. Would you assume that fact when you went up to see him in public? No. Okay. No. At all. All right. Oh, I have two today. You want me to do two random things? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is that Disney Plus has dropped its season streamings lineup. And I'm very excited about this, especially since we have a tiny in the house. Uh, or if you just love Christmas, here you go. The lineup is Twas the Night, A Christmas Carol, A Muppet's Christmas, which I feel like is kind of classic, um, Arendelle Castle Yule Log. I'm not sure what that is, but it has something to do with Frozen. Babes in Toyland, Beauty and the Beast, Enchanted Christmas, and Christmas with Walt Disney. So what? what is this? These are just the things that are They're adding for the holidays. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. I'm still waiting for SiriusXM to make their announcement because I am ready for Christmas, Christmas music. I'm sure they already have a Christmas channel. It would shock me. I looked me. it up. And they didn't have it on yet. Huh. And then it said that they haven't announced it yet as of last week. So huh. 
I don't know. I may like pull a favor with someone that works at Sirius XM and be like, when can I expect my Christmas delight? Thank you. Okay. Um, and Mickey's A Christmas Carol, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, and Miracle on 34th Street. Your second random thing is a headband that vibrates. Oh my uh, gosh, that was my random thing. What? Okay. Well, I've got two. So. Oh, okay. Stay tuned for Callie's vibrating headband story. Very excited about that. Uh, Apple watches the next, uh, the next, uh, whatever generation. release generation mm-hmm. of Apple watches are going to provide even more medical uh, information to the wearers, including blood glucose, which is good for people monitoring diabetes and yeah. pre-diabetes, uh, blood pressure, and also sleep apnea signs. I feel like you and I are kind of behind the times with the Apple Watches, but this is, like, good info that we should have. You're way behind the times. You only use your watch to find your phone. You don't even have Apple Pay set up. I don't have Apple Pay set up. I don't have— You have nothing. You look at your text messages. I look at my text, and I if, look at the weather. Yeah. It's a, I think it's the second series. It's sold. It has, like, no capabilities, but I really just wanted to know when I was getting text messages. I don't even have it connected to the, like, on my phone account, so I can't use it when I work out. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's... I'm way behind the times. Okay. And your third random thing that Jeff and I are both very excited about is that there is a headband that helps reduce stuffy symptoms as well as a steroid spray would, which is great for people like Jeff who can't use steroid nasal sprays. And it's also good for me. Like I, um, you know, have like a lot of nosebleeds and stuff like that and clogged noses. Sometimes those can go hand in hand. So they're testing this gadget out, right? And... 52 test subjects had symptoms improved after using the device twice a day for 15 minutes. So you put this headband on, it delivers sound waves into the bones above your nose, causing the vibrations to travel to wherever your nose is blocked. It basically shakes the snot out of you. It literally shakes the snot out of you. I'm all for it. Sign me up. I would buy that. I want that for Christmas. 100%. And those are my three random things. Your three random things are three random things. You are strong, you are brave, you are kind, and you always belong here.